This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, federal employees with security clearances saw their salaries increase last year. The Postal Service's contract for new trucks is facing congressional scrutiny. And the list of people who think it's time for the National Guard to leave the Capitol grounds is growing. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal employees and contractors with security clearances saw their pay increase by 2% on average in 2020 over 2019. A new survey by clearancejobs.com and the DHI group found the average salary among people with security clearances, no matter the level, was over $103,000. Those who work in the intelligence community have the largest salary of over $129,000 on average. Meanwhile, a strong majority of employees with security clearances say they are at least somewhat likely to change jobs in 2021, which was a 4% increase over the previous year's survey. Federal employees may face especially long retirement delays. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. A few agencies have warned employees they may wait longer than normal for their initial and full annuity payments during the first year of retirement. Customs and Border Protection warned its employees it could take as long as a year. CBP and a few other agencies say the delays are due to processing lags at the National Finance Center. It's responsible for processing and submitting retirement paperwork to the Office of Personnel Management. NFC says delays should ease by the end of the month. Nicole Lagrisco, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department says the recently approved $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief package will help resolve some nagging challenges that persist during the pandemic. It got $262 million to help cut the backlog of compensation and pension claims. The inventory grew from 76,000 last March to 212,000 today. The department says the extra funding should help bring the backlog down to 100,000 claims by September. VA also received another $100 million to accelerate its transition to the Defense Department's supply chain system. The National Security Commission on Artificial Intelligence warns AI talent in government is underutilized. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. There's this huge talent deficit in the government. That's the bad news from Commission Chairman Eric Schmidt, the former CEO and chairman of Google. But the good news is many current defense and civilian agency employees might be good candidates to reskill for jobs working with AI. Schmidt says agencies also need to develop career paths for senior AI talent to keep them from leaving government. The ones that I spoke with did not fundamentally leave for money. They left because the opportunity in their career was more interesting in the private sector. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. The federal RPA community of practice is working on version two of its robotics process automation playbook. The playbook offers federal agencies guidance for starting or scaling RPA programs. It covers best practices and common pitfalls agencies have encountered in their RPA journeys. James Gregory, robotic process automation program director at the General Services Administration, says the updated version will include a wider range of lessons learned from across government. The Biden administration plans to use the recent Microsoft and SolarWinds incidents to refocus agencies on cybersecurity. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us how. Saying they saw significant gaps in modernization and in technology of cybersecurity across the federal government, 
the White House is developing a new approach to ensure agencies are buying secure software. The administration said Friday they'll borrow a page from the New York City Department of Sanitation and require some sort of rating so agencies know what the security of the software and hardware they're buying is. The White House says the goal is to have better visibility into the technology they're buying so they can have more trust in their networks. The White House is prepping a new executive order that will address these and other needed cybersecurity actions. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Postal Service's next-generation vehicle contract draws scrutiny from the House Oversight and Reform Committee. Chairwoman Carolyn Maloney is asking USPS to turn over documents that support its decision to award the 10-year contract to Oshkosh Defense. Competitors proposed a fleet of electric vehicles, but the Oshkosh Defense deal includes a mix of electric vehicles and trucks that run on fossil fuels. Postmaster General Lou Louis DeJoy tells lawmakers USPS will make up to half of its first round purchase electric vehicles if Congress puts up billions of dollars to support the purchase. Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks is creating an action group focused on management issues. The group will be the Defense Department's principal governing body for actions affecting defense enterprise, resource management, planning, and budgeting. Smaller groups based on innovation, defense strategy, and acquisition will report to the larger management group. Hicks is also creating a workforce council, which will focus on talent management, personnel policy, and total force requirements. The Pentagon is also creating a new $7.5 million center of excellence in networked, configurable command, control, and communications for rapid situational awareness. The center will be located at the University of California, Riverside. It was awarded through the Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Research and Engineering's Historically Black Colleges and Minority Serving Institutions Research and Education Program. And the National Guard has been stationed at the Capitol for more than two months, but many are saying it's time for their presence to evaporate. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has details. The nation's largest body representing the National Guard is calling for the military to leave the Capitol grounds. The National Guard Association of the United States says it's time for local law enforcement to take over. The association is one of many in recent days to support a drawdown. House Armed Services Committee Chairman Adam Smith and other lawmakers say a military presence at the Capitol is not a good look. The Pentagon recently extended the Guard's mission at the Capitol for another two months. Troops have been stationed on the ground since the January 6th attack by supporters of President Trump. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Hi, I'm Jean Chatsky, and I'm the co-host of Everyday Wealth, a podcast presented by Edelman Financial Engines. On each episode, experienced wealth planners from Edelman Financial Engines and other experts join in to discuss the financial decisions that shape your life and explore what wealth really means. Because wealth isn't just a number. It's your values, your goals, the dreams you want to achieve with your money. We talk about what's happening in the markets, tax-efficient investing, how to reach your retirement goals, and so much more. So tune in. New episodes premiere each weekend. If you have a question for us to address on the program, you can send it to everydaywealth.com. And you can find Everyday Wealth wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review because we love hearing what you think. Ms. Chotsky is not an employee or a client of EFE. She receives fixed cash compensation for acting as host of Everyday Wealth and has an incentive to endorse EFE and its planners. As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. 
Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com energyaudit energy audit.